Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wannabe Entrepreneur podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. And my name is Tiago. I'm your host. Do I repeat this a lot? Maybe I should switch a little bit my intro. Anyways, today we have a packed episode with a lot of things that I want to talk about. I want to give you some update on my projects, particularly in the indie offices projects and in the community. I have increased the price over the community and I want to tell you how that process go and uh, if there are already people joining or not with the new price. And uh, we also had the second meeting with our WB Labs. So in our community, we are building a project together. It's called Collab Club. And the main driver of that project is Max. And uh, I had a little chat with him uh, just to, yeah, to speak with him and understand how this process is going from his perspective. I think it's also really important. And I also want to speak a little bit about feeling lonely. I started this topic last week and uh, yeah, it's not improving. So I, I want to speak with you about that. And uh, yeah, let's see how or where this uh, brings us. But uh, before we start, I just want to welcome the two new members of our community. Welcome uh, Aidas and uh, Seanette. It's a pleasure to have you on board. It's always nice to have new members and new entrepreneurs bringing new energy to our WBE space. And without any further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Today, let's switch things a little bit. Let's start with the project update. So as you know, I normally speak about the <laughs> three different sections here in the podcast the first one is the lifestyle of the entrepreneur where i basically explore more the feelings then uh, we have the project updates where i basically give you yeah updates on my projects and experiments that i've did and i just share that with you and some tips and tricks for entrepreneurs normally that's in, in the end and uh, that won't change i will still leave the tips for the end but today let's start with the project updates so i have mostly worked in the community and the indie offices and in the community something really interesting happened i decided to increase the price of the or the membership fee to join our co-working space the way the business model is structured is that basically people to join they pay monthly to be part of the community and up until last week the price was four euros per person and it's always hard to come up with a price for a product that you're building and when i was first coming up for instance with the price for the india offices Anthony from the Indie Worldwide community gave me a very good advice. He told me that we should not price our products based on how much time it took us to build it. We should price it based on the value that they bring to the customers, which I, I think it makes total sense. 
when I first started this community, as if you're an old listener, you probably know, this was just a perk. This was just a perk for you, the listeners of the wannabe entrepreneur. So it was kind of a motivation for people to support this podcast because that's the only way I can pay the bills. I don't do any advertising or whatsoever. So my idea was, okay, people can support me for four euros a month. And as a perk, they can join this community. And then I kind of realized that the community could be a product of its own. And I started working on it. So I built the virtual office. I built the random coffees. I built the wiki. I started collecting a lot of new members and uh, also uh, discounts. Actually, there's a lot of discounts just for the community, just for WBE members. So slowly the value of the community was growing with every new member there was more value because there's new people joining and with every new discount and so on and i kind of realized that this actually became a really nice product it's solving a very important problem which is entrepreneurial loneliness especially for solopreneurs it's really hard it feels really lonely because sometimes people around you do not understand yeah, you, what you're going through and uh, having other people, access to other people that are going through the same path. It's great not only to support you, but also to give you advice. So um, I kind of realized that the value that the community was giving to the others was rising. And uh, it was only my suspicions. And uh, I, I tried also to confirm this by asking around in the community. I, a lot of the decisions I, I make for the community, I always take the feedback and input from the members because I think that's the best way to build any product, right? Whatever product you're building is really important to get feedback and we discussed this a little bit in the previous episode how to collect feedback so i asked around i asked what what do you think should be the new price for the community and uh, i gave three options the first option was to uh, four euros so do not move the price the second option was uh, seven euros and the third option was 10 euros most people voted for 10 euros so this is more than a hundred percent increase and a couple of people also voted for seven euros. I couldn't raise the price to 10 euros. I don't know why. Don't, don't ask me. I just think it's, it's too much. I, I don't think that I would even pay it myself. It's really hard to, to think and put yourself in the position of others. I, since I'm building it, obviously, it's, it's for free for me. So it's really hard to think how much I would pay if I was uh, buying this product from someone else. But I don't know. I thought also that 10 years was a little bit too much because I want to have the same price no matter the market. And I understand that there's people living in countries where they cannot afford as much as others. So I thought that maybe 10 euros was a little bit too much. And in the end, I decided to double the price to 8 euros, which is really, really amazing and, and still a big, big increase. It's a... 100% increase in the initial price. So I was still very, very happy to, to do so. I introduced the rise to everyone. I told in this podcast, I told on Twitter, I kind of let 
everyone know that the price, the early bird price was about to disappear. So if people wanted to take advantage of it, they still can. Because obviously the old members still keep the four euros price. It's the early early bird price. So I, I thought about it and um, I was not sure if people would join with the new price. And uh, I was very surprised to see that actually the two new members already joined paying that eight euros per month. That's really nice. That felt made me feel really, really good because uh, now I got two new members, but this actually kind of is the same as getting four new members in the old price, right? Because it just doubled. So, yeah, I don't know. Let's see if um, the number of members still continue to rise. And uh, I'm very happy with the fact that it worked out. And uh, I will keep you posted on uh, how it continues and if I keep on getting new members or not. So, yeah, that's kind of my update on the community pricing. Besides that, I... I've been working a lot on indie offices and I have to say that uh, my motivation towards that product is going down because, you know, it, it didn't come from a place of passion. I'm not super passionate about the product. I built it because it was something that I really needed for the community. And then people told me that maybe this would be cool to for other communities and other teams to, to work and to use this product. And I thought, okay, since I already built it, okay, let's just package it really nicely so that others can use and uh, maybe I can get some money out of it. But it w it's not that I'm super passionate about it. Uh, I still did it. It took me more time than I thought because to package it really nicely, it, it was not that easy. When I built it for myself, I built it super fast and I kind of knew how it was working. But to make it flexible, right? To make it available for everyone it's and also secure, actually, it, it took a little bit more time. But now it's working. I'm really happy with the product. One of my biggest issues so far is to get people using it. So I don't know if this means that it's not a good product and won't work. So, so far, I got two communities using it, the Code Swaps and the Indie Worldwide, but people don't seem very interested in uh, joining the office. And when they do, it's really hard to get people to join together because everyone is working in uh, their own projects in different time zones. So it's really hard to get people together at the same time. And if, even for the wannabe entrepreneurs, this is really hard to do. I, I see a lot of people joining, but they kind of join alone because the other person only joins after two hours and obviously the times are not synced. My idea is that if I sell this to companies that mostly are working the same time zone or they're working in the same products, it would be much easier to get people working together. And uh, I, yeah, I still don't know. W one thing that I worked in this uh, past two weeks was to create a bot. And the idea of this bot is to facilitate people to join the meetings. So this bot basically gives you an introduction. Every time someone new joins the Slack channel, the virtual office Slack channel, they will get a message 
giving a little introduction into the virtual office and uh, I just created some kind of notification. So for the first 15 days, which is kind of the trial period of the indie offices, every day the virtual office will get a message, a little notification, a little tip from our indie offices bots that will give you tips on how to use the office. And hopefully this will get people more excited and more into the flow of using the indie offices. And besides that, I have really no idea what else I can do to motivate people to use it. So if this doesn't work, I will just continue using the indie offices just for the wannabe entrepreneur community. And that's it. But um, I just did a soft launch. I basically shared it on Twitter, on Reddit. I created a video explaining how the indie office worked. And uh, it's yeah my last attempt, at least in the, in the next uh, weeks, to try to bring some people to use the office. I also now collect the emails of the admin. So the first person that joins the office is normally the admin. And I collect these emails so that I can ask questions. Because I, I did have a lot of people, or at least like 10 people joining, or 10 teams joining the in the offices. But then I had no idea to contact them. I tried to search for their workspace based on their name, send emails. No one got back to me. So I, I really need to find a way to collect feedback from the indie offices users so that's something that i'll be doing and uh, now i have their email so let's see how this goes and i'll uh, as always keep you updated my wannabe entrepreneurs the last thing i want to talk about is the wba labs which if you don't know about it is basically a project that we are working together in the community members from all over the world working together in one single project and the project we are working is called the collab club the idea of the collab club is for people to exchange skills so as a developer i need a marketeer so i can help the marketeer with some coding tasks and the marketeer can help me with some marketing tasks and that's basically it that's what we want to build and we realized that there are already some platforms that kind of do this funny enough there's one that i don't think it's really in used anymore but it's in in portugal it's called the time bank or i think it's something like this and um, I'm not sure if it worked or not, because now it's not working. So I guess that's not a very good point or a very good sign. But we are still working on it together. Really, really fun. And uh, I have a chat where the, the main driver of this project, his name is Maxwell, is one of the most active members of the community. And he told me, Tiago, I want to build this. What do you think of this idea? And I thought, okay, that's amazing. And he's been kind of organizing the troops and having uh, design sprints. And uh, we already had two meetings about the project. And I just wanted to bring Maxwell's opinion to the podcast. So I had a little chat with him to yeah, understand how he thinks the project is going. So let's listen to it. So Max, welcome to the show. I'm very excited to be here. Quick introduction about yourself and uh, your role in the WB Labs. Yeah, I work full time. I'm a dad of three, and um, I've always had a bit of entrepreneurial spirit. And um, yeah, I've I've kind of set myself some goals this year to to start some things, um, and and hopefully make some money from those things. We'll see. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, I came up with the with with uh, with an idea, and uh, you were kind enough to to spin up the WB Labs, and uh, we we've kicked off this um, this collaborative project um, called Collab Club. So far, it's been uh, what eleven days since we started, <laughs> right? Uh, yep. The idea is to build a product from uh, you know idea to launch on Product Hunt in a month, in February. So far, do you think we'll be able to do it? Well, I mean, February. I realized this when we started. February is a few days shorter, so <laughs> True, it makes it yeah. even harder. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't know, but I, th I think you know you have to set some goals to to um, you know help drive yourself. So. You know, we, we've got to have a target to hit, and the, and the target to hit is is launch something before the end of the month. Um, and and you know, this is the first time we're, we're doing something with the WB Lab, so you know, there's going to be a learning process in terms of how it works, as well as a learning process and and how we work. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think I think um, you think about it this way, right? Most of the people that that we're working with. Uh, work on their own 99% of the time, you know, they're building products themselves on their own. I know right. I am for, for the most part. Yes, I have a co-founder, but you know, we, we've got different skill sets and different things we're working on. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, you yourself have said, you know, you, you work a lot on your own, on, on your own thing. So, you know, there's going to be some, some areas where people are going to have to, you know, work together and do things together. And that's different. Um, and it's a very poli uh, political answer here. I asked you, are we going to be able to deliver <laughs> in the end of uh, and you're like coming, yeah, you know, we're all different. Now. <laughs> so far, do you think that we're going to deliver something in the end of Feb? Yes or no? Um, I'll go with, uh, 60% yes. <laughs> okay. There's uh, some risk. There's some risk. Inevitably we'll have some people drop out. Um, I'm hoping we'll have some people join in. Um, we'll, we'll have to, as I said, we've got to figure out things as we go along. Um, and, um, you know, some things will take longer, some things will take shorter. We still didn't start developing anything, right? So, uh, we didn't start coding at least. It's um, true. It's true. So. And, and, and even, even when I think about the marketing side, it's not a lot of runway to build, to build an audience in four weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's taken us a week just to get some of the basics sorted out. Uh, mm -hmm. from, from so what have side. we done? What have we done so far? So what have we done? So, well, I mean, we, we launched, we launched our project, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I, 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 th okay. I think you said in your podcast as well, you know, it was, it was a fun event. You know, we, we had some time um, on a call to sort of get ourselves on the same page. Uh, we had a bit of fun in there with, with introducing ourselves, sort of some team yeah. building. Um, and then we kicked off with some of the big goals for what we're going to, what we're going to try and achieve. Um, and we talked about some of the risks as well as we, as we're going through that. Um, mm -hmm. so we did that and that was really useful to get a, to get a sort of base start. Yeah. Um, we set up some of the processes of kind of how we're going to work together. So we said, okay, these are the things we need. These are the things, how, how we're going to work together. And then these are the key, uh, bits of, uh, I hate the word, but this seems to be what has been adopted. These are the key bits of homework, um, yeah. all the team members <laughs> need to do. As part of that first session, we did the logo, so we used the right. um, you know the amazing system and, and service that um, Dagobah has with uh, Logology. Our sponsors, yes, our sponsors, um, and that was a how, lot. How of crazy fun. is that we were able to get sponsors for the first WB project? It's really nice. 
I know it's very it's very cool and uh I have to say it was a lot of that was probably the most fun bit of the first session was actually doing that as a group yeah and, um, definitely yeah it was really fun yeah and I have to say Max that you did a great work preparing the first session as you just said we had a lot of fun and uh Max also prepared basically the the full uh workshop we did the design uh design thinking right uh, workshop yeah and, I mean I've, uh, I've totally stolen that though <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still preparation, it's, right? So we yeah. we are using a Miro Miro board. I mean, I, I've never used Miro before because I've done I've done design thinking sessions previously, but it's always been in person with with physical post-it notes and loads of boards and stuff. Yeah. And it's always been over five days. Um, it's never been done remote. I've never done it remotely, and I never used a, 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 a an interactive board online. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we we use Miro. There's another tool called Mural. Um, but we, I picked Miro just because it had a template in there already. I think they, they they made a great job with that tool to make it as close to reality as possible, and I really admire them for that. Yeah, no, it's it's brilliant, um, and and we've been able to use it, uh, you know, whilst we've been sort of offline uh, as well, which has been great. True. So people have been going back into the tool and, and editing it and updating it. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, I know I certainly get up. I, I get to see when people have updated it, so I can. You know, go in and have a look to see, right. you know, uh, how, how they've, you know, what they've done and what yeah. the next steps we need to. And so far, the tools that we are using, I think it's also interesting for the listeners to speak about that. We are using our Slack. Uh, in particular, we created a channel just for the labs because not everyone in the community is participating in this particular project. So we have a, a WB Labs uh, channel that people can join and they can follow us and follow what we are doing. We have also recorded the the first meeting so that people that couldn't join, or at least they couldn't join the full um, meeting, they they could afterwards to check what we've done. And uh, besides that, we're also using Trello uh, for uh, for the tasks. What 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 is your first experience with that? What what have you learned on how to organize the Trello board in, in these first ten days? Thanks. I think the first thing I learned is everyone has their own way of designing a Trello board. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of feedback and saying, oh, you could do it this way or this way, or it's not the way I'm used to. Um, so, so, you know, that that was a, a, a challenge to start with. Most Trello boards I've, if you, that I've done before have just been for myself. So I think I've been going through a learning experience sort of as a um, yeah. sort of leading this project to kind of understand how to use the Trello board. But I think we've now got into a space where it's working and, and people are understanding how to tick tasks off and, and you know, they're mm. understanding which, which ones are allocated to them. We are now about uh, to start our second session and uh, we are already having our first dropouts. Uh, a couple of people uh, couldn't join today. How does that make you feel? Well, I mean, I, I was predicting it was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I, when I think about, you know, my, what's going on with myself at the moment, this is probably the busiest month that, at my day job I've had for quite a while. Valentine's, um, right? N- n- no, no, not <laughs> 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 no. I, I don't work in a flower shop. Um, <laughs> no, so, yeah, and, 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 and so I found this, even just this week, I've struggled to complete the, the things which I said I would do um, mm-hmm. this week. So, you know, it's bound to happen. People have other commitments. And we never said, you know, we never said at the start, you must commit this many hours 
you know, or, or we'll chuck you out of the WB community. You know, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't say that. No, was, because they are paying for it. So I don't want to. <laughs> exactly. So, so, you know, it was on a look, contribute what you can, get out of it what you can, and, and we'll go that way. So, but on the plus side, we've had somebody who, who is joining late and wants to join up. So, you know, true, it's, true, it's, true, true, true. it's uh, ups and downs. Yeah. Um, and, and some weeks people will be able to commit more and other weeks people will be, you know, on leave on holiday or just not able to work on things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll just mm-hmm. see how that goes. Thanks, Max. Uh, again, thank you for, for your work with the uh, Collab Club. Super exciting. I think it's something uh, somehow pioneering what we're doing here, a community that uh, from all over the world working together in in the product. So it's super nice. Thank you. And I will... I will uh, Keep you uh, in the loop here and uh, and keep on uh, bringing you to the show so that you can keep us updated with uh, what's happening. Absolutely. Thanks very much. And uh, that was Max. And as you can see, things are going really well. He is really passionate and motivated to finish this project. One thing personally that I'm a bit afraid is that we won't be able to finish it in time because we didn't still build anything actually we are just kind of uh, creating the framework and, and creating the idea together of what this project could be but we didn't start coding so especially february it's the shortest month in the year and i'm not sure if we are able to deliver something by the end of the month i really hope we will and uh, yeah let's see we'll Keep you posted on uh, this project. You can also follow Collab Club on Twitter. The link will be in the description. And of course, we'll always be tweeting about it. Now, let's get into the lifestyle of the entrepreneur. And this part is a bit more about my feelings and what's going through my mind as an entrepreneur. I started this journey, as you know, a long time ago now already, more than eight months ago, and I've been narrating my journey since then, which is kind of crazy. And uh, I really feel that I'm reaching the point where I will have to stop. And uh, it, it feels really sad saying this because I cannot shake that feeling that I'm failing but so far the biggest challenge has been feeling lonely feeling lonely in my own project definitely the community helps because i got to meet other people that are also working in their projects which is really nice and uh, i worked with them so it really helped extend a little bit my stamina but we are still working in different projects As an extrovert person, I love to have this team feeling, to be working together with others with the same purpose, kind of be part of a bigger group, a group that understands what I'm feeling. And we are, yeah, we are all part of a team trying to build something. And uh, being a solopreneur, it's really, really hard. And I even wrote something on Indie Hackers about how maybe introvert it's easier for introverts than for extroverts. I don't know if this is true. I, I'm really far from being a psychologist and understanding the human mind. But at least the people that I've interviewed, some of them that are introverts, it, it seems that it's easier for them 
for me, I don't know, it feels that it, I'm just getting more into a darker place. Uh, I feel anxious sometimes and I I feel that uh, it's really hard also to make friends and to get out of the house. And the more I am in the house, the harder it is to start doing other stuff. And uh, I've uh, convinced myself already that I was going to try to get um, some sports going on, try to do something, but I'm just not doing it. I, I don't know why. I I don't have the energy. This is, of course, also very connected to my per personality, and I, I don't think that it's the same for every extrovert. I think there are people that are much more organized than myself, and they would be able to do it. I am not. And um, yeah, this is really scaring me. I already started checking for jobs and what, possibilities there are but I, I don't I just don't know what I want to do it's it's so scary because I also don't want to go back to a normal job I love being an entrepreneur and working on my own thing so I'm very in this confused mindset I, I don't know if I should try to get something part-time or um, or what I should do actually and um one thing that also worries me definitely is the money aspect of it. I was living abroad, right? I was living in Germany and I know how many how much money people can make and I see my friends and they're all making really really good salaries and in in a way that's worse for me because here in Portugal the salaries are much lower and it's hard for me to just find a job in Portugal knowing that I could have been making much more and don't get me wrong i know that money is not everything but it's definitely a very important part of your life it gives you financial uh, freedom which i think is really important for your happiness so one option is obviously to get a remote job but then that wouldn't really solve my issue would it because then I'm still kind of alone. Maybe I'm working with others and we are working together in, and I feel part of a team. So maybe that would fix that. But I, you know, I still miss that the physical contact and going for a beer and doing things together. I think it's also really important to have that aspect to be part of a team. So it's not the easiest of times for me, I have to be honest. I am feeling a little bit unmotivated, also also a little bit with my projects here. It just seems to be really far away to be able to make a salary and to get a team together, right? Because that's also another option. I could just continue doing my own projects and get a team and work together with others. But yeah, so far... It's, I don't know, even I'm not making even money for myself. How can I get a team together? I can try to get a co-founder. I'm just bouncing ideas here with you, to be honest. I, I didn't plan these episodes as I normally, well, I normally never plan these episodes, actually. But uh, let me know if you have any ideas on how I can fix this problem, because I don't want to quit. <laughs> But it's getting really close to it. And I've, as I told you, already started to look for jobs. And let me know what, what you think. You can find me at WBE Podcast. And the link will be also in the show notes of this episode. 
and that's it for the lifestyle of the entrepreneur i don't want to complain anymore <laughs> to you thank you so much for listening you are definitely great listeners and uh, now let's go to the tips and tricks for entrepreneurs and today i want to speak about something that uh, it's normally a challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs including me for sure which is marketing yes you need to do marketing it shouldn't be a surprise by now if you are an entrepreneur that this is a crucial part of your job i know that if you are a developer what you mostly want to do is to build a product build new features but uh, what i've been realizing is that it does not make sense to build features until you see your users increasing until you see actually a huge huge need for those features and until you know that this particular feature will increase either the usability of your product or it will bring more people to use your product so i want to speak a little bit about the marketing channels that i've tried out and the ones that i found to be the most useful and how i am using them so in my first product change it the climate change app and if you're an old listener you definitely know about change it i was i started actually using uh, instagram and uh, instagram is the platform that a lot of people use to boost their uh, usage and to get a lot of users and i'm sure that it works for a lot of people it didn't work for me and that's kind of the first lesson i have to teach you which is you need to like and love and be passionate about the platforms you're using because you'll spend a lot of your time using them and figuring out how to get the most engagement out of those platforms and instagram i am not a instagram user I only installed Instagram after like everyone was using it and I only installed it to kind of build my own brand. I don't even remember what product it was back then, but I just don't like it that much. So it was really hard for me to come up with content for change it for Instagram and uh, I eventually end up quitting. I actually was able to build my Instagram account mostly using bots. <laughs> so I I had a bot that was basically every other hour waking up and uh, liking a bunch of photos in uh, in my topic and these people would then follow me back and yeah I, I think i get like 500 followers or something which is great but i never saw a lot of engagement coming from instagram so my first lesson is be passionate about the platforms that you're using it's better to use one platform that you really enjoy than having three or four platforms that you don't like because in the end you'll just yeah fell off your motivation and uh, you won't have the results that you're looking for the platforms that i'm using that are bringing the most users for me are definitely twitter and uh, indie hackers so this is something that i'm using in a daily basis or at least in a weekly basis and i can really see the results starting with twitter I, i've spoken about twitter in many many other episodes there's even a filter for twitter if you go to uh, wannabe-entrepreneur.com episodes there's 
uh, filter and you can check out all the episodes and all the tips I have given about Twitter since the beginning when I only had like 20 followers until a more recent strategy because the strategies do change along the way. In the beginning, you need to do a lot of following and a lot of engagement. And once you're, uh, you reach a certain audience, then you just have to focus mostly in creating good content. So you can just go there and check out how I'm using Twitter. I even did a episode recently about my most recent strategy. But yeah, now I basically scheduling my tweets. I'm scheduling four tweets per day which is kind of the default of Buffer. Buffer is the scheduling tool that I'm using. Maybe I'll reduce that a little bit because I do think that for it's a bit too much, even though Buffer tells me that that is the ideal number of tweets that I should release per day. But uh, I can really see a lot of people coming from Twitter, not for every of my products. So for this podcast, for my virtual co-working space, for indie offices, everything. So... It's really a platform that I love using. I've met a lot of people. A lot of people that I interview are actually coming from Twitter. So yeah, definitely one of my top marketing channels. Another one that I'm using and it's actually working really well is Indie Hackers. I even spoke about it also here in the podcast. IndieHackers.com, a great platform for bootstrappers and entrepreneurs. And it's kind of a forum. So people can just go there and they can share a link or they can write a post. You can use Markdown to write a post, which is something that I really adore. And uh, it, there's just not a lot of people posting. So that's really nice because mostly when you write something, it's always in the trending page because there's not a lot of content yet. So it's a great time to use Indie Hackers. And uh, what I do is I basically write about my own journey. So some of the topics that I quite often explore here in this podcast, I write a small post about it. And uh, I write it a lot of times in my phone, to be honest. So the post quality, I think it's good, but I could definitely spend more time in, in the wording and so on. I just don't do it because it just goes from my mind to my fingers to the cell phone to Indie Hackers. So that's how it goes. I normally have a lot of people. I even got one or two times my posts trending in the top, like the first position of Indie Hackers. And this brought me a lot of users. And uh, I use SplitP as my analytics tool. And SplitP has a very simple dashboard where you can see where your users are coming from. And it's really important for you to measure that. And I can see that Indie Hackers is... Uh, my main source. It actually had overcome Twitter and I spend more time on Twitter than on Indie Hackers. So it's really, really a great tool. Super, super efficient. One thing that I've learned is that I cannot share every day because I, I think it, it works like this. So if your page, if your post is trending, then most likely if you just share another one, it won't be trending as well. At least I tried already to share two at the same time and one would always be there and the other one not. So what I do is, it. I think that the page, your post will be about 24 hours available in the front pages of Indie Hackers. So I just like release every other day. So I write something, I get collect the users and then after two days, I write something else. And that's how I am using Indie Hackers. And I even got approached now recently by one of the moderators saying that the next time I release something, I should message him so that maybe they can add it to the newsletter. So they really care about the community. They really want you to succeed. 
and it really brings a lot of quality traffic to your website. So Indie Hackers is definitely a marketing channel that I advise for people to use. Besides that, um, or rather even before we leave it, there's one thing that I use Indie Hackers and I think is really useful, which is I use it in combination with Hacker News. Hacker News, it's it's a mystery for me because it's such an ugly website, but there's so many people and the people that use it are super, super engaged, but it's really hard to get something trending on Hacker News, especially because you cannot post it more than once. So let's say I want to speak about indie offices. I share it once. And if it doesn't have a lot of traction, if I share it twice or three times, like I think they will just hide it, silently hide it your post. So they don't tell you you're blocked, but they will all just not show your post. However, if you link to Indie Hackers, then Hacker News uses and shows it. So I normally have some traffic coming from Hacker News to Indie Hackers just to boost my post even more. So this is a little strategy for you. Besides that, Reddit and Product Hunt, those are great, great tools for launching. I don't use Reddit in a daily basis because at some point the community there will just give you trash and they will block you and downvote you. But if you want to do a launch, so let's say you just launch a new feature or you launch a new product and you want to collect feedback, then Reddit, it's a great tool for that to get your first users, to get your first feedback. You just have to find the right uh, subreddits and you kind of need to read it and understand what is the language and of course, Buckle up because a lot of people might criticize you and trash you. Just you need a thick skin for Reddit, but it's always a great way to get some initial users. And I, I just now did a kind of soft launch for um, indie offices and I used Reddit and I got a lot of people coming from there. And the Product Hunt as well, it's something that you really need to take the time for Product Hunt. You need to do a pre launch, you need to get maybe a ship page, which is kind of a page that uh, you describe the product before you even launch it you get a lot of people and once you launch product hunt you need to like send it to everyone and ask for people to upvote you and uh, i probably will try again i've done this already twice but i'll probably will try it uh, a third time to release there the community because now the community has so many new features that i think is worth it but this time i will do it properly i already have an audience but I will like prepare everything. I will prepare it together with the WB space so that once we release, there will be a lot of people. And my goal is to get the community trending. So maybe in the next weeks, I'll be working on that. And I will let you know how, how the launch goes. And I'll kind of prepare it with you. And that's it. That's the tips and tricks. This, these are the marketing channels that I'm using the most. I hope this was useful for you. And uh, that's it for today's episode i hope it was nice and good and not too boring uh, with me always you know complaining about man being a bootstrapper is not easy i have to say but it's also really really fulfilling so you just have to see what what you want to do and uh, yeah if you want to join our community the best entrepreneurs community that there is in the internet. Maybe I'm putting uh, myself too, too high in the pedestal, but it's a really nice place. It costs eight euros per month for you to join and you can meet like-minded entrepreneurs. You can get support, you can get advice, you can meet people from all over the world, work with them. You can join our lab as well and work together with us in our 
WB Lab, so our collab club project. You, the link will be in the description. Make sure to check that out. And that's also a way for you to support this podcast. I don't do any advertisement. So if you want to support the podcast, you can, uh, of course, become a member or you can just share it around with your friends and give it a nice review. This is really important. If you're using Spotify or Apple, you can give a review and this will help this podcast shine and uh, a lot of, attract a lot of other entrepreneurs. So that's it. That's all I have for you today. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next time. Let's try to do some beatbox. Maybe I'll just continue being a bootstrapper.